Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. There's something about real estate podcasts. I am, we are Johnny DeStanton. I'm Reggie No Perryman. Reggie is real estate. Shaka. Shaka Sales, Masari, Building and Renovations. You pause like you forgot who you was. I do. I did. <laughs> Every time. Right. All right. So today's <clears throat> show, we got, um, we're going to talk about quick claim deeds because this is something that um, I feel like we need to cover, especially here in the metro Detroit area because a lot of people are falling for quick claim deed scams. And it was just, um, there was an attorney that was just on the news. He sold somebody's house that he didn't own. They went to refinance it and uh, found out later that somebody had already um, transferred title to somebody else. And then Shock is going to have a tip of the day for us, for mm. all of our um, people out there in real estate land. So, Janita, what you got going on? Start going straight into the quick claim deeds or just in general? Just in general. In general. You know what? That's great that you open like that because I really wanted to talk a little bit. Like, just maybe a couple minutes each. All right. Before, you know, just as an icebreaker, we've all been places over the last three weeks. All I right. was just in Mexico. You were in... Yeah. Senegal. And yeah. Shaka was in NOLA. NOLA. All right. New Orleans. So, yeah. um, you know... I had I had a great time. I came back with this wonderful tan. I love when I get, you know, like super uh, dark in the summertime. And the water was like <laughs> more blue than I've ever experienced in my life. Right. And we ate tacos every day. I don't want to look here. <laughs> I don't want to see a taco for a year. That's but right. you you took this uh, trip to Senegal. Yeah. So I, kinda, I just wanted to hear a little bit about it. Oh, uh, that was life changing. So mm -hmm. like, um, and it's funny because New Orleans... Um, so New Orleans and the Carolinas, there's a connection with Senegal because a lot of the slaves that left Senegal were taken to those areas. And um, because the climates were similar and they knew how to grow rice. So a lot of people don't know that rice was a major part of American people making money here, not just cotton, even before cotton. So... Um, there's a lot of history there, but yeah, Senegal was uh, life-changing. We went to Gori Island. Um, I got to see the door no return. I got to see how the slaves lived in the slave quarters and everything. It will piss you off. So, I can't go. Um, <laughs> you can go definitely somewhere you want to take your kids, but I would say this, walking through, like we went to um, an area called Sally, which is just south of Dakar. It's um it's life changing because your perception of Africa will change once you actually visit, right? We're walking through the villages and it's like it's crazy. <clears throat> like one of the guys asked me, "Why do we have so many guns over here?" Mm. Mm. Their concept of uh, violence and everything is completely different than how we live here. So mm. I would definitely say it's worth taking a trip um, there, but make sure you learn some French because. Um, places like Ghana, they do a little. They speak a lot more English, but in Senegal, there's a lot of French influence there. Okay, and yeah. in terms of the real estate, did you um, like pick up anything? Like, you know, was your were your wheels turning mm -hmm. in terms of like I'm gonna come back here and do 
XYZ <laughs> in, in, in terms of, you know, real estate. Of course. I don't go anywhere in the world without looking into real estate. Mm-hmm. So, um, so for one, when you see those people work, no, no offense, mm-hmm. but it's going to piss you off dealing with your contractors mm-hmm. here. I mean, they were building homes. They were making the bricks from scratch and building a home all within three months. Wow. These were not like small 800 square feet. These were like two and 3,000 square foot homes. Okay. Now keep in mind, they're making the bricks from scratch. Wow. Running the plumbing, electrical, and all of that within three months. Mm. My rehabs <laughs> are taking three months. For sure. So, um, but yeah, we looked at, uh, my wife's mentor has a place there. And they're doing some other other development. They brought some land there. Well, they're in the process of acquiring some extra land. So um, the cost is pretty cheap. Like what we looked at would be about 30000 U.S. Mm. Wow. Um, and you're allowed to stay there for three months at a time. Then you can apply for a renewal. So um, a lot of French people stay there because... If they stay there for three months and they go back to France, they don't pay taxes for three months mm. in wow. France. So Americans, we don't have that privilege, but it's um and the vacation overall for us to stay a week was just as cheap as going to Jamaica or Cancun. Mm-hmm. So you like get there? Yeah, get there. Mr. Williams, how was Nola? Nola was Great. I can't believe that I waited 42 years to get there. That's oh, crazy. Wow. Have you have you been there? Yeah. Two, I have not ever times. been there. You been there? No, not yet. I have never been Lord. there. Um, I want to go out the country, but I, uh, unlike y'all, I'm not taking the COVID uh, test. I'm not never <laughs> sticking anything up my nose. I'm sorry. We're not so I'm going to wait until... Oh, right. Well, Please edit good. that out, y'all. I forgot about that. We're good. But... Uh, Forgot all about that. He just, remember I told him I was right. jinxed me, right? But no, definitely when I was down there, I was looking at all the stuff that's closed and just like, man, we could come down here and make a lot of money, right? Uh, mm-hmm. With all, a lot of that, they got prime real estate that's shut down. Right, and it's crazy. So uh, yeah, I definitely enjoyed myself. Definitely thought about real estate the entire time there. Thought about how I could come down there and make some money. Yeah. Right. And so same here. It's funny. I looked at it from the same perspective. Anytime we left the resort and, you know, went out to like an excursion or something like that, the whole time I'm looking at the property and it's all these for sale signs, a lot of vacancies. And the whole time I'm just like, okay, I need to text Shaka because we need to come (laughs) and buy some property and uh, either, I mean, maybe even cash hold, you know, or, um, you know. Just keeping it, holding on to it. You know, we do a lot of flips, you know, a short term. You know, you keep it for a little bit of time. You renovate it. You get rid of it. But right. some of that might be some good cash flow property. Um, you know, I was I was definitely looking, definitely interested in going back, definitely <coughs> doing, you know, interested in doing something in another country or on an island because right. I think that the investment in real estate would be absolutely wonderful. So, like... Traveling for me, like, especially when you go outside of the country. So that's like our curse, right? Being in real estate Mm -hmm. is because we're always going to be looking at that angle. Mm -hmm. So, like, um, there was a part of France we went to where there's, like, these small, I guess you can call them, like, villages. So it'll be, like, some houses, um, maybe one or two stores, a bakery and all of that, and then an old church, and then a bunch of land, Mm -hmm. right? 
and most of that generation that own their land, that land, they're passing away, and their kids don't want it. Mm. So, like these places would sell maybe like thirty or forty thousand U.S., but you might have ten acres, right? And there's nothing to say you can't build more properties on that land. So I automatically went to like develop it all, right? Yes. <laughs> and have like a little resort, and this was closer to like. There were like some a castle we went to, and they like make wine. They had like the grape yards or vineyards or whatever they call them. Mm-hmm. But a lot of tourists go there because they like to go to the different wine locations and see the wine being made and buy it right from the source. So, um, my wife's mentor again. That's the area they were staying in, and automatically went into like real estate mode. Mm-hmm. Now the issue is is that. In that particular area, they don't have the same motivation to work and get things done. So it's like the opposite of Senegal, right? Mm-hmm. So It's like a hierarchy system. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it took them like a year to renovate their property. Mm-hmm. And this was like 1,500 square feet. Mm-hmm. Not because they didn't have the money or they didn't have the supplies. It's just the labor. They're, they don't um, work as hard as much. Like when we... Um, there was like... We went through the city, and I think it was, like, between 12 and 3, everything just shut down. Okay, that's a siesta, or at least in Spain, if you were. Yeah. <laughs> it's a siesta. They work for a short part of the day in the morning, shut down for a little bit, and then open back up again, yeah. like, after 3 p.m. Mm-hmm. Right. So, okay. Well, look, let's get into these um, quick claim deeds. We have a list here, and I'm just, I want, I really want to have fun today. And so, <laughs> I, I want... Shaka to open up with a story about one of his properties. Um, yeah. <laughs> I have to take, take a drink for that one. In terms of a quick claim deed, and then we will explain. We'll have Reggie explain what a quick claim deed is and deed fraud, but we're going to have Shaka tell the story. So, so I'm, I'm doing two horror stories? Both of them are going to be about me? Nah, because that's, that's different. Yeah, oh, it's all two. about I'm, you, man. I didn't, so, <laughs> please forgive me, guys. I was out of the room while they were plotting and putting things oh, together. Right. But I have one. What's the, is that building? Yeah, it's yes, cool. It's cool. We'll do, we'll do both. We'll, we'll yeah. do both. Oh, you got the new one. Because this is a Detroit thing, really. Yes. You know, yeah. people don't. Uh, and squatters don't even have rights anymore, y'all, but go ahead. Yeah, but it's not <laughs> as prevalent everywhere else as it is in the city of Detroit. That it, is, it <clears throat> is. You just don't have the concentration of it. And um, different cities react different. 100%. Like the police response may be a little different, right? I think the people are are scared. You know what I mean? People don't yeah. move. So in, in the city, they don't care. They were literally like, right. so I'm going to give, uh, now I'm going to talk about my deed issue first, and then t- we'll save the tip of the day to the end. We're going to talk about that story. Yeah. Right. So what happened on my deed is I bought a property um, from uh, tax sale. All right. Years back in like 2013 or 14 or something like that. And I'm an individual. I'm busy. So just because I bought a property, I'm not always um, giving that property attention right away. Right. Uh, I didn't touch that property. I didn't even think about that property until, like, 2018. I mean, I go over there and, you know, check on it, clean up. Um, That's a message, people. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to come back to that. Yes. (laughs) Always, always check on your property. That's that's definitely a tip. Right. I mean, no, but I was. I was going over there, like, I don't know, maybe every couple weeks or so. Uh, But at one point in time, I got kind of busy, and I hadn't been over there for about a month or so. And I went over there, and somebody had a do not 
enter sign on the door. <laughs> like, what? Not even you. Yeah, not even me. <laughs> not so do not enter. So I'm like, okay. So I just, at that point, I started riding past it every day until I right. caught somebody at the house. Finally caught somebody. It was uh, uh, some kids playing outside. Uh, their mother was in the driveway. Looked like the father was in the in the doorway. <clears throat> so I pulled up. I'm like, hey, what's going on? They're like, yeah, we just bought this house. Uh, we bought it for $5,000 on the quick claim deed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay. So the first person I reached out to, can I, can we, we can, yeah. uh, first person I reached out to was Emma over at uh, uh, Detroit Title. Yeah. Uh, and she did her quick research, came back that somebody did a fraudulent deed. It was actually the individual who owned it before I purchased it from the uh, tax sale. So this guy came back and sold that. So oh, so what he did is, so I'm giving out, I'm giving out too many uh, bad habits. Well, <laughs> one of my other bad habits is in the city of Detroit. When I pay for uh, very little on the house, I'm I'm behind on the taxes because you're already behind on taxes when you buy it from the tax sale, right? No, you're not. Oh, uh, you're not. No. Where where what was that? When you. Are you um, are already behind on the taxes when you buy from a tax sale. When they sell it to you on no, a tax it's, sale, it's clear. It's clear. Yeah. Oh. Well, I'm on. I'm going to cover that part on the quick claim deed, but right. it's clear as far as the property taxes yes. are concerned. Not liens. Right. 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 All right. So, uh, but anyway, I, I'm not. Again, I'm busy, so y'all don't. Uh, this is this is definitely not the way to handle your business, right? But um, so I'm behind on the taxes a year or two years. They went and paid a year of the taxes and had his name on the on that mm-hmm. receipt. So I guess another he, message. Yes. Right. <laughs> so he used that to uh to show them that he was the owner of the property and then he sold them the property for five thousand dollars on the quick claim deed. Right. Even though he's he's he can't legally. Right. So let me let me just add to that while we're here, because if not, I'll forget. Just because you pay the taxes doesn't mean you own the property. Just because somebody's name is on the tax bill does not mean you own the property. I'm going to look at all the cameras right. I can, right? Because a lot of people think, oh, the taxes are in my name. I own the property. That don't mean nothing. That just means... You the one that want to take the bill, mm-hmm. right? That's it. It has nothing to do with whose name is on a water bill, whose name is on a property taxes. That just means the bill is addressed to you. For sure. Even if you pay the taxes, you don't own the property. Even if you get a quick claim deed uh, with your name or, or somebody quick claimed over to you, you don't own the property. Yep. Right? Gonna title. Title. So I guess the message here is title company, right? Yeah. Right. You, you always go to a title company before purchasing a property, whether you're going to do it on a quick claim deed, warranty deed, however, go to the title company. But uh, long story short, uh, these people, I, I think they were lying the whole entire time. I think right. that they were relatives of the individual. Mm-hmm. So they running a fast one. And also, long story short, Emma, I need to uh, get with you so I can get my property. <laughs> <laughs> I need to I need to reach out to you to get my property back. Uh I haven't really been uh pressing it because I've been busy, but I am gonna need to do that here okay. soon. But um you said you were getting ready to go into more of the quick lane deed. Right. I guess the question is you how much money you make where you can just leave a property Wait a minute. for several years. Do did we realize did, did our audience realize that someone stole his property by moving in it? 
Okay. Yeah. So So let me let me cover that too. So a lot of people confuse that if I just go on a property and I stand there, I can have what we call adverse possession, Mm -hmm. right? And you can acquire the property through that. That is a long process. I think it's like fifteen years or something in Michigan. But you have to have stayed in that property continuous with no interference, right? That means the owner never even touch basis with you, tried to contact you, tried to put you out. That is a long process, and there's a lot you have to prove to the courts in order to acquire the property in that way, right? So a lot you can't just move into a house because it's vacant and sit there and be like, oh, I mm-hmm. own it. Well, a lot right. of people were doing that, and that was called squatter's rights. And right. so, they, so it was, was different than adverse possession. Right. Because you only had to do that for two years, I think. Yeah, but so now that... there's a difference between possession and ownership <clears throat> mm-hmm. because right. when you when you stay there for that, I think it's 15 years, and I'll look it up and confirm again, because it's not that common in yeah. our metro area, but the own, you can obtain ownership, but it's such a lengthy process. But possession is before if you stayed there for a certain period of time, a year or two or whatever, mm-hmm. um, a lot of courts will say, okay, you actually have to evict this person because they have possession. Now, yes. we, we identify that they're an occupant, mm-hmm. right? They've been paying utilities here for a year or whatever the case may be. That has nothing to do with ownership, though. And it's no longer legal. Right. It, it went away, what, 2017? <clears throat> yeah. I believe. They changed it yeah. around 2017. We'll we'll fact check that. So Yeah. yeah. It's no longer legal. I'm going to say something about that, though. So, right. Reg, I, I actually bought the houses, these homes. I bought a package of houses. Right. And I got them for cheap. So, nice. you know, since then, I, you know, like I said, I got That's it back in 2018. Oh, What's cheap? Well, no, How because much is cheap? Uh, <laughs> everybody, everybody be coming to Detroit like, oh, I'm going to buy these mm-hmm. cheap houses mm-hmm. in a bulk package. Yep. And but now the values are different. Yeah. So now I want my house. No. <laughs> <laughs> Look, no, at, at that point in time, I'm not going to lie. I was cool with somebody being in there. They was taking care of the house. They 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 cared about the house, you know what I mean. They was doing stuff to the house, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. But it doesn't uh, belong to to them. Yeah, I, sure. I and I, you know what? I was fair. I was nice because I I talked to her. I saw she had kids, and I'm like, you know, I'm not gonna put you out in the middle of the winter. You know what I mean? You could be here till summertime, mm-hmm. and we'll figure something out from there. Even if I gotta sell you another house or land contract you another house. So, but I feel like you guys have not explained what a quick claim deed. So, first of all, it's a quit, quit, quit claim deed. Claim deed, not right. a quick claim deed. Right. Would you like so, to? Yeah. Because <laughs> so the reason I'm passionate about this is because I've seen a lot of people get taken advantage of, both people with money and people that spent their mm-hmm. last dime, and I really seen this a lot more back when we had the wave of foreclosures Mm -hmm. because it was so many vacant properties and these were targets for people going on like websites, posting homes for sale. Mm -hmm. So let me say this. There's nothing wrong with the quick claim deed. It's just a process that and the way people use it, right? So a quick claim deed is just all it is is I'm transferring my ownership interest to you, 
but I'm not guaranteeing anything. Mm -hmm. It has the least amount of protection. Yeah, so I'm not even guaranteeing I own the property. Right. So let's say me and Shaka own a property together, and I transfer my ownership to you, then that means you and Shaka own the property. That doesn't mean you own it outright. The issue is you get too many people with a not enough knowledge and they're just transferring these deeds to the next person to the next person. Or, and where I've seen recently, you see somebody quit claim the deed to three different people that all gave them $20,000 for the same property. And then everybody's racing to go record their deed, right? So a quit claim deed is just a transfer of interest in the property. So whatever I own, I'm not guaranteeing anything. I'm just transferring it to you. I'm also not guaranteeing that the property is free and clear of any liens or defects because that's what a warranty deed is for. What are liens and defects? Hold on. Hold on. So, before, before you go into that, right. uh, I I disagree. Quick claim, deed, quick claim deeds are horrible. It's a, no, it's a, no, listen, oh, I'm right. going to tell you why. We're going to talk now. I, say that. <laughs> right. I feel like you get what you pay for. Right. And people that are, so that's it's a reason why we have title companies, right? They right. cost. Right. But they're going to protect you from these issues that you're going to run into by doing this $1 quick claim deed. All right. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's all. I'm, and, and I feel like it also, um, if you're a well-versed um we're, we're I'm an experienced we're experienced investors in here, right? Right. right. So um, let's say that this lady, even though I think she was in on it, she right. could have been taken advantage of by based on the quick claim deed because she doesn't have the knowledge that we know that we have, right? All right. So uh, so I'm so for us it's it's easy, right? Because we know the things to do. Like I just bought a house. We we'll talk about it at the end of the uh, show, <laughs> right? Uh, on the quick claim deed, but I use the title company. Right. To make sure that everything was clear. You know what I mean? But you actually, just explained Actually, why I'm sorry. They, they did. They gave me a warranty deed. I paid for a warranty deed. So you get what you pay for, though. Right. You, I paid Absolutely. for the warranty deed because it gave me security. If you want to be cheap, it could bite you in your ass. No, so... Let me, let me, I got to turn this. Put on my Jada Kiss right now. Freestyle this one. So look, all right. A quick claim deed is only damaging if you don't know what you're doing, mm -hmm. right? So prim the best use of a quick claim deed in our culture is when um, grandma want to get a property Absolutely. over to the daughter, right? They'll just do a quick claim deed, um, Maybe you're buying a property. So here's an example, right? And this is for all you investors out there. You got a seller that wants to sell the property for $50,000, right? You have $50,000, but you don't want to spend the whole fifty, dollars And the seller owes maybe $8,000 in back taxes, right? So $42,000 the seller's going to get, and it's $8,000 in back taxes, $50,000, right? Once you do your title search, and I'm going to keep saying that, you have a title search done by a title company. The reason you can't record a warranty deed with back taxes is because those taxes are a lien on the property. Absolutely. Right? So the seller can't guarantee you clear title because of those taxes. But as an investor, you can say, I'm going to pay the seller 42000 I am aware of the 8000 because I did a title search, mm -hmm. I'm going to go make payment arrangements or I'm going to pay some money on the taxes, 
But now I don't have to spend the entire 50000 I can pay forty two and maybe a thousand on the taxes or however you want to um, make your money work for you. And then you have a little bit of money left over to get the project started on renovating that property. Mm-hmm. So there are good uses for a quick claim deed. Maybe it's a husband and wife and the husband says, I'm out. You can have the house. I'm going to deed my interest over to the wife. Right. We don't have to go through any other. Yeah. But source. You're, it's like you're explaining. Uh, so all those uses are not necessarily for a novice, maybe grandmother to. Right. Grandchild. However, grandchild trusts grandmother. And they be but... taking advantage of. I mean, at the end of the day, I feel like, dude, pay the. How much is it to get a warranty deed? Well, and, and, and how much some, money? at best, it could be thirty five hundred if you have the quiet title. No, no, I'm talking about. Right. So, but that's but that's, that's what I'm saying. So if that's the max. Yeah, that's the that's but, worst case. Yeah, scenario. but worst. that's that's a different scenario. Yes. We're just talking about quick claim versus warranty deed, mm-hmm. right? A quick claim deed, if you know, if you've done all your due diligence. It could work. What you really want is you want good title. But Correct. like that right. person that Shaka was talking about, like the so we don't know what position that family was in, whether they knew, whether they didn't. You know, we don't know. But they shouldn't but, have been buying that house. But what I'm saying is right. they they felt like they did their due diligence when the person came and said, this is my house. Look, see, I paid the taxes. And they're like, okay, cool. And then they, they type in the Wayne County Treasurer and they look it up and they see the taxes are still in... Said guy's but name, which is why, the issue. Which but is the that's issue. why we're doing this show because mm-hmm. people need to know how much research you need to do before you accept a quick claim deed. I brought several properties on quick claim deed. Mm-hmm. Me too. And I had no issues because I knew what to do. Mm-hmm. So if we explain to people the right way or people understand the right way to do it, they mm-hmm. can protect themselves. And understand what a quick claim deed is. So that's is. what you're saying. So you're saying quick claim deeds are good for experienced certain, investors. Well, experienced no, just quick claim certain, equals quick. Quit. No, it just <laughs> quit uh, claim deeds equals quick. Quick. Right. right. It right. just means right. yeah. what I'm saying is right. it it works for certain scenarios, mm-hmm. right? But not for all. And some people shouldn't touch them at all. Mm-hmm. Right. For sure. Unless you go get professional help. So I want my horse so, story. <laughs> well, hold on. I think the majority of people who are purchasing property mm-hmm. or acquiring property, however right. you're getting it, right. should not use a quick claim deed. If you're an right. experienced individual, not necessarily an investor, but uh, somebody that understands the law and property right. and all an those advisor. type of things. However, the majority of the people don't understand right. that. You know what I'm saying? Right. So mm-hmm. go spend the extra $700 to exactly. make sure that your investment is secure. Well, the the reason I'm saying that it's not all bad is because there are people that can get good deals, and mm-hmm. I don't want them to just put an X on quick claim deeds only because they heard that they were bad. I want to say right. something about that. Right. I don't agree. You're not all getting right. no good deal. Let me tell you. So they, they're not giving you a good deal because a, they're giving you a quick claim deed because there's something wrong with the title, typically. The majority of the time when they selling you okay. that property on a quick claim deed, most of the time you're getting it at a discount. You're getting right. it at a discount because there's an issue. Right. You know what I mean? There's something wrong. Right. Go to the title company. And now, me and you, being well-versed, we can go to Emma or to a title company and right. do, a, do a title search. And we can uh, um, 
estimate the risk. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm gonna say, well, this is what's going on. You know what you want to do. We can we can we could take care of it if we worst case scenario, we gotta go quiet the title. Right. You know what I'm saying? But we may not have to do that. So right. me and you being experienced, that's cool. The majority of the people that's that's making these transactions, a lot of these people are new investors, right? Investors that don't know what the hell they're doing. Man, go to the title company, get you a warranty deed. If they don't give you a warranty deed, then if you're not experienced, you might want to pass on that. Well, we can agree to disagree, right? <laughs> because, and this is why I say that, is because you're you're actually speaking for the culture, right? right. You're speaking for the common person that probably would fall for a quick claim deed scheme mm-hmm. or a scam, right? Right. And so, there are a lot of those. For example, the county sells you properties on a quick claim deed, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Well... Not really. There's thousands of owner occupants or low income people that buy homes from the county on quick claim deed, mm-hmm. but they may not explain to you that you may still have to quiet title after the fact, right? Mm-hmm. The quick claim deed is just a tool. People use it the wrong way. I've seen people get scammed on warranty deeds, mm-hmm. right? Yes. There's nothing. There's nothing to say. Um. Uh, John Doe schemer can't go out and just write warranty deed on a deed and sell it to you, right? And then all of a sudden you realize that the warranty deed is not worth the paper it's on. It's the same process where the quick claim deed or warranty deed, you still need to do your due diligence and get a title search. So or get a the, title I think company the key involved. is having the title insurance. Correct. That's where right. you get you that have, with the warranty yeah, deed. Absolutely. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so if you, you get scammed, then you have somebody. The title company is ensuring that they're gonna they're gonna fix that exactly. issue. So right. so it's not the in the quick claim deed. You just out of your money. Well, it basically what it boils down to: if you're buying a house, you need a professional to assist you. 100%. Whether it's an attorney, title company, realtor, it just seem, basically what it boils down to: if you're gonna consider a quick claim deed. Get professional help. Absolutely. You agree on that? Title company, real estate agent, you have to have some sort of knowledgeable advice. Even if it's your, like I have an uncle who owns lots of properties. Right. You know, someone who is not new. Right. Is what I would suggest. So, um, what do we learn today, folks? Well, <laughs> Reggie brought up something. So that's the entirety of that I mean, is trying to, we're not going to get to it, tying into <laughs> deed fraud, period. Basically, right. you're saying there's uh, tons of ways to have deed fraud, whether right. it's through a warranty deed or a quick claim deed. Right. You can still and be def- uh, defrauded. The, yes. the reason you want to have a, ti- a title search on average will run you between 150 maybe $300, depending on how in-depth you want it, what title company. It doesn't matter. It's worth it because what you're really looking for is everything involved with that property, maybe like the past 10, 15, 20 years. Because if someone's giving you a warranty deed, well, let's say this. Let me say this, too. If you're getting a mortgage on a property, they're not going to allow you to buy it on a quick claim deed anyway. Mm -hmm. They want a warranty deed with title insurance. So that's not even an option. Mm -hmm. But... The title company is going to do a search, and what they're going to look for is the chain of title. Mm-hmm. So this is why quick claim deeds get a bad rap, too. Let's say Johnita sold me the property, right? Mm-hmm. And I did a quick claim deed to John Doe, but then I turned around and I sold Shaka the property, right? Now, but John Doe is in chain of title somewhere. 
Shaka wouldn't know that until he goes to do something with Absolutely. that property. John Doe won't know until he goes to do something with that property. Yep. The title company would see that there's mm -hmm. a break in the chain of title. Mm -hmm. Or let's say me and you own a property together and I quit claim my interest to Shaka, but then we also went and sold the property to somebody else. But you never signed off on the deed that I gave to Shaka. <laughs> mm -hmm. There's a break in the chain of title. So what you're really looking for is detailed research on the quality of that title before you receive any deed. Right. right? All right. So, so, so wait a minute. No, right. because we have to, so we need to, we have audience. Mm -hmm. Quick claim right. deeds more than likely is going to happen with a cash sale. Are people who right. want to buy inexpensive properties, you're going to go pay cash, probably get a quick claim deed. Mortgage, a mortgage company will not allow this. Correct. Okay. And then there was, you can go ahead. <laughs> well, what I was getting ready to say, I was going to use my scenario. Right. <clears throat> so I purchased the property on a quick claim deed from the county, Correct. right? From Wayne County. Then this individual, uh, so now I'm legally the owner, right? Correct. Even though I could have other liens and encumbrances on that property. Right. Actually, I, I, but I, uh, I talked to Emma before this, and she checked on it. It was something she could have got through. Uh, without quiet and title, I think. Right, yeah. but you could have. <clears throat> they but, but I'm saying, four yeah. I still went stuff. to. Right. So I pay for a title right now. I so I know what to look for. I right. don't need. I can go do the FOIA myself. Right. But I'm gonna pay the professional to go do what they need to do. So everybody should do that. If I'm an right. experienced individual that can do it myself, and I still pay the money for somebody else to do it, you should. You being a novice, you should definitely do this. Right. right? Mm -hmm. Um, but then this individual. Uh, who has no ownership right in the property? Right. Quick claim deeds it to a a new person. Right. You, so there's the break right there, right? So now he just right. muddied up my damn yeah. title, right? Yeah, right. A murky he just, title. Yeah, he just he just made it harder for me. Now I, he just cost me some money. Actually, I cost myself some money by not securing my property uh, the correct way. And I have been over right. several times. So this <laughs> this is the thing. So. That new person, that third party that received the deed, mm -hmm. now that this message is out there, we're telling you, if you're buying a property, go through a title company Always. to do a title 100% of the time. And you just prevent this mm -hmm. from happening. And mm -hmm. also, right? here, if you have an experienced realtor, we're, we cannot guarantee title, but we can do a basic search. Let's pull up the deed. Let's pull right. up the public record. Let's see. Well, what do we have here? You know we saying? have access to yeah. the red flags exactly. that you may see before. We have access to the red flags before the title company even gets it. Exactly. Like, for example, if you purchased a property from an LLC or a company and that company acquired the property from somebody, but you still need to know the person that signed that deed mm -hmm. on behalf of the LLC, mm -hmm. were they authorized to yeah. sign exactly. on behalf of that company? So if you go and look at the LLC docs on the state website and you look at, and the person that signed your deed isn't even part of the company, that's a red flag. 100%. Mm -hmm. Now you may say, I'm just, I don't even want to bother paying for a title search mm. or you may want to move forward, but at least you have the red flag mm -hmm. to know what you need. But to then confirm. we also have relationships with title companies that will do us favors and do basic right. searches to see 
okay, you know, should we move forward with the sale? Exactly. And I have to shout out Emma again. We got to get Emma on the show. <laughs> she because kinda... I'm going to tell you what happened. Emma, they tried to, I forgot something. They tried to sell that property. Right. They, somebody else tried to go through Detroit Title mm-hmm. and sell that property on the warranty deed. Couldn't do it. She let me know. Right. That's what that's what actually alerted me to it. I forgot. That's what happened. Right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, definitely gotta have those relationships. And that's the same thing that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, Melissa, your girl, she um so I sold a commercial property a few years back on a quick claim deed. Right. Um, I was working for the I didn't sell it. Scratch that, strike it from the <laughs> comments. I didn't sell it. I just helped. You can't scratch it, it's live. No, it's <laughs> fine. I can scratch it, scratch it, strike it. I didn't sell it. Right. Um, but I, I kind of put, I introduced the parties involved, and I got a call like two weeks ago, Johnita, is this your property? And I and I said, send me the deed, because I need to see why, <laughs> why are you asking me that if this is my property? Right. I don't own a property on whatever street. And so when she sends me the deed, I look at it, and it says that I am a member of that corporation who sold the yeah. property. Mm, yeah. And I just said, I'm not a part of the sale. I am not involved in the transaction. The notary signature is correct. The seller signature who quick claimed it over is correct. Right. However, me being a managing member of the company, that is incorrect. So somebody, um, for, you know, it's, it's deed fraud. Right. Once you... Um, right on that deed, yep. you're not the person, you're not part of the transaction, right. and you just add somebody's name in there so that you can right. move forward. And then we know so many people. People are going to call us. It's kind of like Shaka's point. People are going to call us and say, um, what do you have to do with this transaction? I'm exactly. like, absolutely nothing. Get that deed out of here. Right. Fix it. Right. <laughs> so. Yeah, that was crazy. <clears throat> so, I don't even know how Emma knew, because it's not in my name, it's in the company name. Yeah. So. Well, the thing is, too, so let's just talk about how, how this happens a lot of times. Like, you brought up the point I men- mentioned message earlier, because there are so many property owners that brought bulks of properties in the city, and they just let them sit vacant. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? And then somebody would go over there and change the locks mm-hmm. and then advertise the property online for sale Craigslist. or for rent. <laughs> yeah, and they'll put it out there maybe on Facebook. Yeah, and when you see that four thousand, five thousand, or even ten thousand dollar property, but I've also seen quick claim deed scams for two and three hundred thousand. Mm. Right, you should always just do a title search. It, again, it's it's worth the couple hundred dollars you pay, but that's where you see the scams at the most. Going back to what you said. Um, there's a target audience that the scammers go after. Yes. Right? So it's usually people that are looking for the, the cheap houses, and they're saying, hey, you need some place to go. Yep, they have Either a need. That's where the rental scams happen. That's where the low um, low price point quick claim deed scams happen. Mm-hmm. But we're starting to see them go up more common in the upper price points as well. So... I guess the message of today is quick claim deeds, still do your due diligence. Hire a professional mm-hmm. title company to do a proper search for you. Because yes. even if you go to an attorney, they're going to have you, they're going to refer it to a title company. And then the attorney may just review the title, mm-hmm. right? But the title company is at least going to do the search in most cases. Okay. All right. All right. So I guess we're going to end on my. Another and uh, 
horror story for me in the city of Detroit. No, <laughs> no it's not just you Detroit. You will not. Hold on a second. Let me tell y'all something. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no. This is you just fact. Not. This is not an opinion, though. This Insta, is not me. Insta, I'm, no not sliding, no, no. I'm not sliding. I'm not sliding Ann Arbor. I'm not sliding right. Detroit, though. I'm talking about facts of what happened to me in my investment career in the city of Detroit. Stop it. All facts. Right. Factually speaking. <laughs> All right. No. Right? Uh... So I just purchased the property last Friday. It was cheap again. You know what I mean? I bought it for cheap. Economical. And <clears throat> economical. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good deal, yes. right? So uh, I purchased the property on a Friday. Um, so my tip is always, if you're purchasing, purchasing a property, always do your final, final walkthrough. Walk <laughs> as close to the uh, closing time as you can. Right. And, Actually, you might even have to go a step further and have somebody sitting at the property waiting for you, you to say that it closed <laughs> so that you wasn't here to say that uh, uh, <laughs> to say that to say, I mean, to, to secure your property the moment that is actually yours, the right. moment you sign that the uh, the um, uh, closing docs. Yes. Right. Right. Make sure that uh, you have somebody there to secure your property. You know right. what I mean? So I purchased this property. Uh, it was. I got busy again. Uh, didn't get to. Wasn't able to go over and uh, look at the. You know, secure the house. Right. Uh, came back on Saturday. Right. Saw the next day. Literally less than twenty four hours later. Came back. Um, walking up to the house. There's two cars in the driveway. Door wide open. So I'm walking up to the house, and there's some young guys in there. And uh, you can tell what they're doing in there, right? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so I almost walked into the house. You know right. what I mean? You know, right. I almost walked in. I thought about it. I'm like, no, hold on. So I, I opened the door. Like, what? You know, what's going on? They like, they asking me what's going on. What you right. mean? What's going on? What's going on? I'm like, uh, y'all buy the house or something? Because I'm wondering if this guy did a, a D fraud. Right. You know, like what you just described, right? Sold it to me. Sold it to them as well. Right. Uh, moral of the story: Make sure that you. Uh, do your due diligence, final walkthrough, secure the property immediately. He was so politically correct. He went over there to his house that he just cashed out, and there's people there basically like, I own this place. We just bought it yesterday or the day before or whenever. Like, you have to do your due diligence to, um, you know, the final walkthrough, make sure. And we're we're talking about um, dilapidated properties, properties probably been sitting vacant. Right. Because we don't even know how, like, these guys, you know, so did the person that Shaka purchased it from right. um, also do anything with them? You know, like, notify them it was vacant. Right. Was Is it a coincidence? Correct. Right. You know what I mean? Like, we don't know exactly what happened. So Shaka's moral is definitely do your final walkthrough. But I'm just saying he did not tell, like, the entire story. I'm, I'll tell the story. What part of the story? <laughs> so tell. let me... That these people was over there claiming that... You, the, that this house belongs to them. So they set up <coughs> shop in your house. Yeah. They did. That's yeah. what they were doing. Furniture. So, but, but hold on. So <laughs> the reason that I don't. So you have to. If you're in in uh, real estate, you can never get emotional. Right. Right. Emotion right. Mean, means you're gonna make bad decisions. Right. My first thought was emotional, <laughs> right? But then I thought about, well, how much did you, yeah, 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 right. But uh, be, you know, I had to back myself down and right. understand. Actually, I can't even get mad at them because they may not be doing something that right. they know is wrong, right? right? So I may be attacking the wrong individual, Absolutely. right? So it, come to find out, the person who sold the house to me did know them, 
mm-hmm. was renting the house out to them right. prior to selling the house to me. Oh, right. You get what I'm saying? Right. So the, my, my beef is not even with them, really. It's Now I got to let them know, y'all got to leave. My right. beef is with the individual who sold me the house knowing that. But it's really not a beef with him. My beef is with myself because being experienced, you know, do your final walkthrough <laughs> right. and secure your property immediately, especially in the city of Detroit. Right. right. So let me just say this, too. To that point, I tell all of my investors, um, if especially if you live here, right, or mm-hmm. any area. So me and Elijah got an investment property. We went at, in Pontiac, mm-hmm. right? You have to either know the, t- I call it, know the temperature of the neighborhood, right? Each neighborhood has a different culture, has a different temperature. So we went there. We, you know, we cutting the grass a little bit. We started talking to the neighbors. One of the neighbors on the corner put us up on game what was going on with the house that we was buying. Mm-hmm. We cutting the grass. We sitting there. And dude come from across the street. He go in the bushes. He grabs something that belongs to him. And then he goes back across the street. Right? So if you understand the temperature of the neighborhood, you will keep stay out of danger. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. But also, we need to know that. I know I'm 48, but I still look young. I'm young. I'm black. I'm sitting at this house where there's some things going on that if the police pulled up, they probably would have thought I was part of it. Yeah. Right. So if you're an investor and you're investing in these areas where there's a lot of vacancies, there's a lot of things going on. Just understand what that what's going on in the community. Talk to some neighbors. Don't just come in there, make your money and leave out. You need to get to know the people in the area, and that's how you check the temperature of the neighborhood. That's how you can keep coming back into that neighborhood and reinvesting and start helping the people. 100%. Absolutely. Okay, so that's a wrap for us, guys. I am Johnita Stanton, at Johnita Stanton on Facebook, Instagram, and if I ever get my Twitter back going. I'm Reginald Perryman. Just Google me. You'll yes, find me. absolutely. I'm Shaka. Uh, Shaka Sales and Real Estate Shaka on Instagram. Thanks, guys. All right. All right. It's a wrap. I think that was a, uh, I think that was a good one. Kills. Yes. All I'm just saying is.